0: This is the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you hit that like, subscribe, and notifier button so you can be aware whenever a new episode is available. Also, leave a comment and a review. We would really appreciate that. And now, off to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Eating, so... And we're live in Cat's Eating. And... It's the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. We love to do fitness. We're all friends. Uh, we are live from the Granite Games, and Kat and Amy are watching from home because they have adult responsibilities.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sometimes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And business responsibilities. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: So how was
2: your trip? So, guys,
0: trip was good. Little Little turbulence on the way out. Uh and it was it wasn't anything big, just kind of steady the whole trip. And I was on one of the smaller planes, so
3: but yeah, other on the
0: Uh none of the elite athletes. Uh some RX athletes that are competing oh. in the community aspect.
1: Yeah. Cool. Uh were on the plane. Um the um, people that were partying so early, um, where were they headed to?
0: Uh I have no idea.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> but but the guy beside me was on his third gin and tonic before we took off.
2: Wow. Were you in first so class?
0: I was in first class. I was gonna say, because um,
2: you don't usually only, you can't drink. It was
0: only seventy dollars to upgrade to first class. And you get your bags checked for free, mm. which is a thirty dollar fee normally. Yeah, so for ten bucks I got cost. first yeah. class.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Makes and, sense. And, and, so, and free drinks or free. Yeah.
0: Yeah. My apple cranberry juice was free.
1: Good.
0: Good Um, But yeah, the guy beside me was on his third gin and tonic, so he was apparently going to some fun event. Then again, I got here to the hotel. It's right across the pond from the Granite Games. Uh, All the athletes are here. So many athlete sightings in the lobby. But the bar is open, and there are people like, I'm assuming they're fans, but there are beers like lined up all over the lobby tables.
2: That's funny. I mean, for some people, it's like a vacation, right?
0: This is their kind of right. fun event to go watch the grin Games.
2: Right. And right. because it's a
0: community event and an elite athlete event, I think the crowd will be pretty large.
2: Yeah. It should be. That's exciting.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I was telling the girls before I got on air that they ran out of large coffee cups at the coffee shop downstairs, so when you order a large coffee, they put it in two small cups. So everybody's walking around the lobby with two cups of coffee,
1: double fisting the caffeine. Yeah. So,
2: Scott,
0: and you know CrossFitters. If
1: yeah. If you drink if you drink a large coffee at this time, will that affect your sleep? No. Have you tested that theory?
0: yes i'm good till about five o'clock if i go after five o'clock then it's okay. it's bad news
1: falling asleep Amy? or staying asleep both okay well are you drinking a caffeinated beverage be there back, yeah i'm just curious you know we Wait, is this one caffeine i hope so yeah they all it do is.
2: yeah they all caffeine so you're okay doing it then in the afternoon also or no
1: uh uh, not necessarily. No, I mean I have no problems ever falling asleep. Ever, that's okay. Easy, um, but I will probably wake up several times. But I don't know if that's just my brain and anxiety, or if that's—it's probably related.
0: And you have to remember, I'm an hour back now.
1: Ooh. Yeah, but your body doesn't know that.
0: Um, I have,
1: well, I have no of, problems. Speaking of smashing. bad blood, okay. Oh, oh, yeah. I was just going to say, I
2: have no problem smashing like four of those in in the evening and being fine. So, but there's something wrong with me probably. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I I think I'm immune to caffeine now. Mm
2: -hmm. So yeah, bad Um, blood, you were saying, I ruined your segue.
0: (laughs) Speaking of bad blood, uh, one Miss Cashier was featured on a video this week. And I want to. I have a couple questions for you, and then if the audience wants to jump in, or Amy wants to jump in, that's cool, or you want to say something. My first question is Did you know it was going to come out? So let me finish. She was featured in the Andrew Hiller video about judging. Did her her podcast,
1: to- a podcast she recorded with somebody else, was about featured. me. Yes, yes, featured
0: you answer questions about judging was featured on an Andrew Hiller video. Your name was mentioned 736 (laughs) times. And it was mentioned again in the next episode that didn't feature you. Really? Because he keeps going back and talking about Kat's video.
1: Okay.
0: So anyway, did you know that you were going to be in that video before it launched? A
2: thousand percent no (laughs) guys this is what happens i get to the gym at 4 45 right i usually listen to a podcast something that i haven't been you know heard the night before in the car on the way to the gym and my wi-fi connection or whatever it was was glitching so i didn't get a chance to like scroll through and like do anything i just went to the gym got to the gym I'm doing my thing. I check my phone in between, you know, in between classes. And I have some, some classes I have like 30 minutes in between. So I, I'm scrolling on my phone and I'm checking up on, um, YouTube and I subscribe to Hiller. I subscribe to seven. Those two are very prolific in their video creation. There's a lot to like catch up with. Yeah. And so I will look and see, you know, is it something I want to watch? Is it something that I want to pay attention to? And I swear to God, I like scrolled through and I see my face on the thumbnail of an Andrew Hiller video. And I'm like, oh shit. I mean, that was my I was just like, what the fuck did I say? You know, you know, uh, yeah, no, completely side blindsided by it, completely blindsided. And then I click it and it's like my face is on the screen. <laughs> Thank God that's a good picture. I think back to like the picture that um, Taylor who did the interview with me, like asked me to give him. That picture's like eight years old. My friend Lauren Bird took it. It was at the morning, I'll never forget. It was at the morning of my very first CrossFit competition. And I was like nervous and I had like my little pigtails and I was so cute and I just had this little smile. It was cute. But um, no, I had no idea, no idea.
0: So second question.
2: He seemed to be a big fan of yours. Yeah, but I didn't know that when I was, you I know, know you see your face and you're like, oh no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So Go second ahead. question, mm-hmm. he cut up the podcast that was like an hour and 10 minutes long
1: Correct.
0: and used about five minutes of content.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Was it an accurate representation of the podcast that you did and your views expressed?
2: Yeah. So I will tell you. I have done a handful of podcasts, maybe five of me, myself getting interviewed. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you in every single one, I hear myself saying something that like, isn't even true. Like, do you know what I mean? Like when you talk, when I talk about myself or like I did this or I did that. And it's like, I'll get the dates wrong or I'll get the timing wrong or I'll get the person wrong or get the detail wrong. So I'm clearly not super great at like speaking like off the cuff. And people ask me questions that I'm not prepared for. Right. Mm -hmm. And so in listening back to what he said, I have some, I just have some commentary. So the first thing is I'm currently not a judge. Right. He said like, let's just assume she's still a games level judge. Like I'm not. Um, And also for context, I was a judge for about a year and a half. Like there are judges out there that started at regionals in 2014, 2015 and are still judging to this day, right? I had a very short, albeit um, high level experience, very small data set to draw from my, you know, my opinions and conclusions, right? I've, I've done probably 10 or less competitions. Um, so I'll start with that. And my choice of words was probably not the most accurate. And when I say that, when I say, I use the term fame whore, That was not the right word to use. Like, that was not what I was thinking. And and I'll tell you about the whole thing where he he talks about judges doing this, you know, to get close to the athletes. Um, There was one person I was thinking of in particular who is no longer on the judge scene and who was a known problem on the judge scene as being the kind of person that just wanted to be around the athletes. And so I sort of took that one experience and I sort of embellished, right? And I sort of just made that the example to say, perhaps, you know, and it wasn't even that because, um, Taylor asked me, you know, what happened at Mac? And all I said was, I guess I wasn't an asshole, or I guess I wasn't the kind of person. And I'm thinking of this person. I wasn't the kind of person that was trying to get, you know, in good with the athletes and taking selfies and things like that. And this person was actually like hanging around afterwards, like hoping to work out with some athletes. Like way beyond you know what the thing is but literally in all of my experience I can think of two judges in my 10 competition high level experience that have been inappropriate like that and one was the person that was trying to like hang out and there was another person I can think of who is still actively judging who always wants to be in the center lane judging like the high caliber athletes and to me if you're a judge and you give a shit about what lane you're in you suck and I'll just say that, like it shouldn't matter what lane you're in. It shouldn't matter which athlete you do. The only time you should care about an athlete that you judge is if you know that person, that athlete, and you should recuse yourself and leave the lane. That's the only time you should care about the athlete that you're you're judging. Now, is it okay to get like a little butterflies, like, oh, I'm judging Noel Olson and like he's amazing. Totally fine, totally normal. Can it can it blur your your judgment? No, it can't. But those are the, so two people out of the 10 competitions and hundreds of judges that I've had experience with, two people that I can think of that kind of fit that bill, if you will. So is it the norm? You know, probably not. Is it, you know, it's the opinion, it's the experiences of one person whose career of judging spanned all of 18 months to to two years and 10 competitions. But yes, I stand by what I said. Like I said, I could have been a little more articulate. But again, that wasn't the point of the conversation. Like I was there to talk about myself and this question came up Mm -hmm. and I just sort of spouted out some things. I'll tell you what what's really funny. I got I'm in like a comment war with somebody on Hiller's page, which and you know we talk about this all the time about people commenting on stuff that they shouldn't be commenting on. You should just not comment. If you get like a bad, you know, comment, just leave it alone. And damn it, I fell for it and I like couldn't. I was like, but wait, you're wrong. Let me explain myself. And I'm back and forth with this person. This is hysterical, but he was he was um, saying that he was his opinion was I shouldn't have said anything about Andrew Hiller's steroid videos because I didn't watch them. And I said, and I replied, and I said, well, right, I didn't watch them because I feel like they're all the same. It's my feeling. I feel my feeling is valid. I feel like they're all the same. That's why I didn't watch Andrew Hill All feelings he, are good, right? And I think this person misconstrued that as well, I was saying that his videos were like that. And I couldn't confirm that his videos about storage were like that because I've never seen them. <laughs> right. So we were like back and forth, nitpicking about that kind of thing. And then finally, um, he came back with something about you're speaking in hyperbole and that you shouldn't, that should not, hyperbole should not be part of a normal conversation. And I thought, well, I don't want to be talking to you, dude. Like, who doesn't exaggerate sometimes in normal conversation? Like, that's a human thing. It's not like an on purpose thing, but we tend to do it. Um, But he used the word um, hyperbolic, which is the adjective that describes hyperbole. (laughs) And so this is what I did. (laughs) (laughs) So I responded to him with some points about whatever. I say him, I don't know if it's a him or her, uh, this person. And I said, you know, blah, blah, blah. If you listen to what I say, I said, you know, this is what I feel. And sorry, you know, sorry, that bothers you. I said, what does being in an oxygen t- chamber have anything to do with what I said? Right? So I purposely made it seem like I didn't know what he was mm-hmm. talking about, Yeah. which is super narcissistic and I'll like own it, but I, I had to. Um, it felt very Sevan-like, what I did. Like, played dumb. You know how he kind of p- plays dumb sometimes when he's doing his podcast? You know, oh, what's that? I don't understand what that is. And it's a way for him to get people to talk, and I totally understand it. But I did that, and the guy... The the person responded, uh, cat, it's hyperbolic, not hyperbaric. (laughs) And then he like described what the word meant. And I just, that was my last hurrah. He fell for the bait. He took it. He made himself look like an ass and that's that. And no, I'm not responding to any more comments on YouTube videos ever, unless it's our stuff. So that's that.
0: So I I want to discuss one more piece.
2: Yes, please and do. And that
0: is the piece where you were an online judge mm-hmm. and that you mm-hmm. have made comments that were ignored. Mm-hmm. Did he exaggerate what you said or is that did was it accurately depicted?
2: Um it was definitely exaggerated. I don't think this is my opinion, and he, he sort of extrapolated his own opinion from what I said. It sounds like his opinion is, you know, that people are covering up for these high-level athletes. I don't think that's the case. Um, I saw someone do some, make some no reps. I comment commented on the video. Those no reps never got penalized to, for, for the person. And that happens a lot, right? Uh, let's say, you know, Scott Schweitzer's video, I think that, you know, somebody moved his equipment during the video and that was not allowed. That should be an invalid workout.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, the, score, the score stood, right? The score stood. So does that mean that CrossFit ignored my comments? Doubt it. Does it mean that they took my comments and just made a decision to allow that video? Yes. Do I hope that if that situation came up in everybody else's video, that they made the same decision? Yes. Right. Like I want them to be consistent if they're consistently wrong, you know, or that's fine. As long as it's fair, I want it to be fair and equitable for everyone. And that's kind of what I'm assuming happened was that they went in a different direction. And, you know, I'm not in on those meetings and I'm not in on those conversations. I'm just the peon that's looking at the video and saying, this is what I, I saw five, no reps at five minutes and three seconds. And -and so-and-so moved his dumbbells at, you know, six minutes, 38 seconds, so on and so forth. What they do with it after that really kind of none of my business, but it always a little bit bothered me that they never like closed the loop with us to say like, no, we're not going to count that. Or yes, we're going to yeah, count that because in my opinion, that would help me understand what I'm looking for. But I see where they wouldn't want to do that because they don't want me to think too much, right? Like let them do the thinking. Let me just do the counting. So I don't know hard to say. So I was thinking though, like it it, it absolutely happened.
1: So I was thinking about this through a couple, you know, we've been talking for a while about uh, what standards are and there should be a standard and they should be followed so that there's less confusion and all that kind of stuff. So this, as I was laying on the floor dying after my workout today, I don't know why I was thinking about this, but I was thinking how like, okay, let's look at, like when you have referees in these other sports, like if you have a referee um, in football and somebody scores a touchdown, like the standards of what a touchdown is, everybody knows what that standard is, right? But when we look at CrossFit, like going back to handstand pushups, sometimes the standard is this standard for handstand pushups, then the next year we're gonna do this other standard and then we're gonna do a different standard. So I had two thoughts about that. One was, okay, do we just say as a sport, Listen, if we want to be this professional sport, we need to come to a conclusion and make sure we know what the standard is. Or is it because we are CrossFit and we uh, don't want to specialize in one certain way that there are certain competitions where, oh, this is our standard at this competition or this is our standard at this competition? Mm -hmm. I think we have so many different. It leads to confusion and error. Mm But just the thoughts I had. Yeah, the same would apply for,
2: like, in certain workouts, you can have someone change the weight on your bar. In other workouts, Mm -hmm. you can't.
1: Right. Right? Yeah. Who knows? Mm -hmm.
0: I I do believe that we need to get to a place where the game season has a set of standards. Sure. Okay.
1: From the start of
0: the game season to the end of the game season. Now, Rogue Invitational, they can do what they want to do. Wadapalooza, they can do what they want to do. But from the start of the game season, which is one continuous. The open
2: to the open quarter
0: semi. Yeah. Yeah, that would be. Every year should have a set of standards. This is what we're doing from start to finish. Mm
1: That'd
2: be great. That'd be great. Yeah.
1: I I was thinking that specifically because of the handstand push up one. You know, like it's like why there's so much that I feel frustrated and and I'm feeling this way too with just there's so many when we're doing all these interviews and researching people that we're you know getting ready to talk to that are competing at semis and it's like oh you did this many opens and then you did some regionals and then quarterfinals and now some semi like there's all these different things it's like CrossFit what what are we going to keep continuing to change all the time? Is that what it is, or what's the long term goal? Are we just making minor tweaks here and there that we're just trying to find the best? I'm just, yeah.
2: And then you've got all the the, the poor ladies that get married and try to change their name. Like I've done research on people mm-hmm. where they have like two separate profiles. It's like, oh, you have a hole in your, uh, you know, what happened in 2018 through 2020? Oh, no, that's when I got married. I'm under this name. I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. Yeah.
0: Or just accidentally lowercase J and Yeah. <laughs> CJ Gerald, uppercase right? Lowercase J. Like, yeah. Come on. You can't merge those.
1: <laughs> yeah. What kind of database are you working with here? Well, maybe if Eric Rosa was still there, we'd be able to,
2: to get that done. I don't know. He's like the tech guy, right?
0: He's still well, I don't board. Know.
1: companies but he owns are.
2: To 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 shut the door on that on that one just quickly, um yeah. I did not know it was coming. I was super freaked out by it. Um, I'm pretty sure that CrossFit will never let me online judge for them again. Um, and that's okay. I, I find that now that I'm in media and I'm developing relationships with these athletes that I don't want to judge. Um, and not because I don't think I can be impartial. I just don't want to have to be impartial and that's just my choice. So, you know, I know that, you know, our judging friends sort of give Scott and I shit for not judging anymore and being on media and, you know, that's fine. And I hope that no one, you know, on that team thinks that I was trying to, you know, say anything poorly about them because those people that I know that like are the OGs, those are, they're great judges. It's actually unfortunate that most of them are now leads and they're not in a lane counting reps, right? Because they're really, really good. And I understand the need for leadership and I'm so proud of them for, you know, being so high up in that, in that arena now, I think it's awesome. Um, but they are not doing it to get close to athletes at all. Like there's way more in it for them than, than that. And for me, you know, I just, I don't want to be in that position anymore as much as I love doing it. It's just not for me. And that's okay. Agreed. And now it's funny because each other on the daily,
1: you and Hiller do.
0: So, nice. cool. so it's funny you say that because when I first judged regionals in 2018, mm-hmm. they said, if you know any of the athletes, let us know. Sure. What I thought was I know the athlete and now what I know the athlete is right. so different. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like I, I couldn't judge a right. lot Could of you? The people now. Exactly. Yeah. We're too
2: like emotionally invested and and yeah, no one would want me on the floor. I'd I'd love to like lead a team and be able to like fix judges on the floor that maybe aren't calling and that kind of thing. But I don't think I'd want to be in the you know in the thick of it. I
1: don't and think see, it'd be fair. And I know so about myself that I could never judge because I would. It's the emotional part that would be too hard for me. That I right, just, you'd rather I'm, encourage them to do it better. Oh, you're doing great. I mean, that right. looks good. <laughs> oh, Almost, fun. yeah, right. So I couldn't do it. Yeah.
0: But it's, it's even as a fan, like after we've interviewed all these people, yeah. like I'm emotionally invested in how well they do because yeah. they were so cool to us. Right. They yeah. came on, and they were open with us.
2: Yeah. And people, people could argue that, you know, people in the media are doing this, some of this to get close to the athletes. Someone could misconstrue, you know, my efforts in the media to, oh, she just wants to be friends with, you know, celebrities. because. I could think of a couple people in the media team that I feel are like that, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and I've, and I've been guilty of it to a certain degree as well. I mean, there is something when you're a fan of the sport, there is something fangirl fanboy about what we get to do. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. And like I said, as long as, you know, we're, we're coming at it from a different angle now. Um, I don't know what you do. It's interesting. Like baseball games, you think of baseball games when the umpires are, when the game's over, the umpires are gone. You don't even, like, you can't even say thank you to them. They are, like, in the car, getting changed, and they are out of there. Yeah. That's not the way it is in CrossFit with judges. They're hanging around. They're going to the after parties. They're, and yeah. again, nothing wrong with that. That's
1: just how
2: our but, culture is.
1: Okay. But to what Hiller mentioned, the baseball refs and all those are paid. Correct. These are right, not job. paid. Yeah, these yeah, are and volunteer.
2: part of and part of the reward for them is you kind of you get to hang with these people. Yeah, you get
1: to bump elbows, which is right, right, right. And and,
0: and, and let's and be honest, pictures. there are refereeing mistakes in the NFL. Yeah, there sure. are umpiring mistakes in oh, Major League Baseball. It's yeah. There are umpires who've been called out for making it about them instead of the players. All of the same stuff happens in all the pro sports. So it's, it's not like this is a pandemic only for CrossFit. It's across the board. The yeah. one thing, though, that those legs have that we don't is grading officials afterward.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like watching film and reviewing stuff. And if just like
0: we get a level, even though we don't know what it means in the open.
1: Yeah.
0: If you, yeah, you get a grade, at a grade level, top. if you are a grade A judge. Mm-hmm. Then you should get your pick of where you want to go.
2: Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's a good point. And I think that would encourage people to call more no reps that, that are reluctant to call no reps now. Because a, right?
0: they would be it graded would, and yeah, grade But it would, ha, it on would them have them being to be accurate. like,
2: yeah, but it would have to almost be like, like a separate video of like these five lanes and these five lanes. And it's somebody's job at the end of the competition to review that video and to see, you know, Mary Jane in lane one missed 80 reps over the weekend and Sally Sue in lane five only missed four. Sally Sue gets a, you know, a gold star and, you know, this other person needs a talking to or, or isn't allowed back or whatever. You only hear about, you only notice, well, no, I shouldn't even say that. I'm not, see, here I go. I'm not saying correct words. Um, It seems as though you have to have like an abysmal performance to not be invited back
0: period. But I think the incentive of a grade would yeah. change the accuracy number.
1: 100%. I, I agree. Yeah, that's well, a great point. Well, I think point. professionalizing it would also help that. And yeah, I'm, I'm
0: doing this for though. them.
1: For them. I want them to get, like, right. because they're volunteering, they're paying for their own travel. I think that they should be paid for it. Yep. Yeah. If, if, if they're good. I'm not saying they're good. I would oh, hate get, to see them
2: get paid and then still see lousy judging. That's the problem. Like you have to get the, the judging has to be better. It's kind of like doing the job you want to have before you get promoted kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Like they have to raise the level of, of the no repping first, yeah. I think before they start paying, because if you just pay now, you're still going to get shit. It's just going to be paid for. And, yeah, okay. and I'm not saying that all the judging is shit. I just said that, but that's not what I meant. You know what I mean? Right. I want to
0: reward the good judges, though. Mm -hmm. Like, we know there are great judges. Yeah. Like, the judge that that Hitler pointed out.
2: Yeah. He was 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 on
0: Brooks Wallballs.
2: Yeah. Like, I've
0: known that dude a long time.
2: And he didn't give And that is a uh, great judge. uh, Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, I'm just saying.
2: Yeah. And I do, and again, and let me also say that there is nothing wrong with judges after the competition, getting selfies with whoever they want. There's nothing wrong with that. That is not the depiction that I would have used to characterize a poor judge. It's not the thing. I feel like a real housewife. You know when they do those confessionals and it's like, that's not what I meant. And that was taken out of context. I feel like I'm defending myself, but yeah, that was good. That was fun. It It was a crazy day.
0: Was it as fun as pole vaulting?
2: No, definitely not. Guys, I love how you
1: cleared your throat and you're like, and then went.
2: Can we put that video up? Uh, I wouldn't know how to do it. Okay, I don't have it on the computer. I'm gonna do like a little. I'll do a montage for y'all. I'd also like another couple weeks under my belt to show like some progression. (laughs) But um, here's what the guy said, just so you know. So Eliana and I drove to Norristown. It's about an hour away. She was my videographer okay um because i wanted to document some things and at first all she was doing was like videotaping me when i was going and like all the good nuggets of like cinematography was happening in between that when like the coach was talking to me So it's like else like start filming film this so she's getting better at that but we were there 30 minutes and he said i gotta tell you i thought this was going to be a train wreck (laughs) he said however for a master's, he called me a masters, of course. Master for a master's pole vaulter. He said, I've had about 20 people come through here. He said, You're like one of two that actually like could do something with this. And I was like, Well, there you go. So I'm hooked. Maybe he just wanted my money, but uh it was cool. It was fun. Yeah, it's a lot of running, fast running. Apparently, I do not run. I'm very imbalanced because of my hip injury and whatever else. So I'm, I've got some homework things to practice, uh, 25, 20 meter repeats. So big, short explosive runs. Thank God, because any more than that, I wouldn't do, um, all the Olympic lifting I can handle, which is great. This is going to be like a good springboard for me to kind of get back on track with my working out. Um, it was super scary. He would do like, a couple drills on the ground with the pole, like you hold the pole and you take like three steps and you just plant it, and and I would do that maybe three times. And the third time when I'd get it right, he'd like move me to the next thing, and I'm like, no, wait, I want to do that like five more times, you know, like I want to yeah. I want to get like the muscle memory, you know, because when we drill with a barbell, it's completely different. You do a hundred, you know, big shrugs before you move yeah. on to the next thing. Well, he was like moving me like more quickly than I was comfortable. Um, Within like 20 minutes, he's like, all right, we're gonna just go to the pit. And I was like, the pit? Like, I just learned how to like step three times and plant. And he told me like, I'm splitting the pole. I'm not supposed to split the pole. And now he wants me to do it in the pit. I'm like, no, I'm not ready for this, but it was fun. It was really fun. I'm definitely gonna do it again. Um, My daughter has actually been gotten bit by the bug. Like she watched and she's like, this looks really fun. She's like, I think I'd be good at this. And she used to be a tumbler, right? So she gets that like explosiveness and everything else. And you know pole vaulting is a is like not there aren't a lot of people that know how to pole vault and she's a junior in high school like girl could get some money for school if she like really you know could figure got, out. <laughs> got good quickly at that. Oh. So um so next week we're going back and the two of us are going to go together. And that way she can go and rest and then I can go. It's kind of like when you are doing like really heavy deadlifts and you need like 3 minute break in between sets. I would do one of those running into the pit. And then I'd ha- he'd make me, like, rest for, like, three minutes. Because the first time we did, like, three in a row, and he's like, yeah, you're getting tired. He's like, you need to stop. But it was fun. Super fun.
0: So I just am- so our audience knows, this stems from a conversation oh, yeah. with Danielle Brandon a few weeks ago when well, we went even- live with her on a Friday night.
1: Before that, Kat and I had been talking about it. Had we? Yeah. Oh, well, I- it, it was definitely... It might not have been the
2: conversation with Daniel Brandon, but it was the fact that Daniel Brandon is a pole vaulter yeah. that I was thinking about doing it because it yeah. just for me it's more about I, I'm I'm fascinated with the progression of it because it's such a crazy thing that you do mm-hmm. that I thought like how do you break that down into into smaller pieces and it, it, I just was curious about it so yeah. Ooh. So yeah, so I um Daniel, I, I tagged her in my uh, my Instagram post of my because my Whoop picked it up picked up my session, like my Whoop he doesn't high anymore. Yeah, I know. I was there for an hour. You see, like the peaks and valleys of like you yeah. had me on a true runner. I've never used a true form runner before. Oh really? No, and I thought I was gonna fall flat on my face. Like I went too fast. Like I yeah, couldn't slow myself down. I yeah. was like, oh. <laughs> so two minutes of running, a little bit of stretching, lots of sprinting um i am so sore like already it's only been like an hour and a half my mm. the front of this one shoulder where you're where you plant is really sore and i know tomorrow it's going to be bad but it was super fun so anyway um i danielle and i were DMing back and forth because i you know i told her i'd let her know when i did it and she was so she was so excited i sent her the video and she's like oh my god that's so cool so i'm excited she called Hi, you fearless
0: she, she did. called you fearless
2: well and i figured Like I showed you guys, right. Or I show anybody and they're like, Oh yeah, whatever. Like you did, you know, it's, but if you don't know like what it takes to do what I did, you can't like appreciate it. So like, I wanted, I needed a little bit of a, like girl. So I knew if I sent it to her, she would look at it from the lens of someone who knows how to do it and would understand just how difficult it was what I did. Do you know what I mean? No thanks to Charlie.
3: So you didn't take my no rep.
2: Right, exactly. That's what set me off. I was like, damn, Charlie's not
0: impressed.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was cool. Good. More stuff. I'll 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 put so, something together for it.
3: So now that Mr. Mobility's on. Yep, Frank. Right now he's drunk. He can barely <laughs> he's stumbling around like an idiot.
2: Did um, they have to like put a drain in it or anything?
3: They cut some stuff out. Mm-hmm. They uh sucked out some stuff. They shaved him. So now he's got a bare neck. And uh he's got a floth cone. Some kind of weird cone. It's not that it, plasticky.
2: Did they think he got bitten? Is it a bite?
3: No, he got two little punctures in his neck from the from old
2: somebody's mouth
3: vibrating <laughs> leash. Oh. <collar. laughs> So
1: uh Murph once got a hot spot from that and um you should take that one off at night every night.
3: Well I think it's in the trash now because
1: okay <laughs> I'm his, kind of in favor of
2: that. His,
3: his mother uh poor yeah. Bubba said no. Yeah. But now he's just laying around being kind drunk of figuring out life, trying to figure out where the toilet is just in case.
1: I love
2: it. I Your love when dogs come out of anesthesia. <laughs> yeah. He's
3: <It's> like, whoa. <laughs> like Amy on a Saturday, usually. That's right. And a Friday Coming for you and a Sunday. We're fighting.
1: We Why? Because why? I
3: don't <laughs> it's better that way.
1: Because that's what you do.
3: Because I beat her in a workout today.
1: You did. I struggled. It was a hard workout. Let me just tell you what it is real quick, because I have not done that amount of volume of that movement so close together starts with three rounds of 21 handstand pushups and 12 power snatches. Mm. That's a lot of shoulder back to back. Yeah. Then it was uh, three rounds of 21 burpees and 12 power snatches. So it was very challenging because I haven't done that much of a volume of handstand pushups so close together. Like usually it's like 21, 15, nine. Or and right. it's like or some chipper and, or something. Yeah. yeah, do this and then do this and do that. You know, it wasn't like shoulder, 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 shoulder. Right, because twelve power cleans isn't going to take
2: you long. Snatches, yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Oh, I thought you said cleans the first time and then snatches. The oh, second it's was snatches. Yeah. Sorry. Snatches.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah, but it was ninety-five, sixty-five. So yes, does not take that long. Yeah.
2: No, you're bouncing those off yeah. quickly. Yeah. So he that did beat me. Mm-hmm. It's accurate. So, so that's all that mo- overhead mobility.
3: That's right. It's mobility off. movement, it's coming.
2: I'm gonna have to do some mobility because I feel like my back like can't hold up to all that, all bendy that stuff. Thing. Yeah.
3: So they've got some Ooh. lower back protocols if you need. Em. I'm
2: gonna I'm gonna check it out for sure.
3: That's some shoulder stuff too. Yeah.
2: Yeah, my shoulders really.
3: Mm. And that thing got like toe stuff if you need it.
2: Oh, sweet. <laughs>
3: uh. Need a little thumb mobility. <laughs> Got it. For <laughs> all those thumb wrestling events you get in.
1: You in the wrestling and slap
3: slap fighting. Apparently, Amy lost internet right in the middle of that
0: statement. Uh. <laughs>
2: oh, sorry, Amy. How did your interviews go today? They for went our, uh, great. Atlas
1: Games. They went really. Um, they went good. Um, it was funny because just from reading the sponsor stuff, I was like, I feel like I'm. <laughs> just on repeat today. (laughs) I know. I wish there was a way that we could like make it one big episode Mm -hmm.
2: and just sort of have people come in and out.
1: Yeah.
2: You know what I mean? But then it wouldn't get, it wouldn't, you know, it would be too complicated to like, you'd have to go back and like do a chapter thing and whatever. And it works better this way, but yeah. The feedback a little bit like on
1: autopilot. (laughs) Yeah. And the feedback I got was athletes so appreciative of us doing that. Yeah. And they said, um, I was talking to Ellie Hiller. She was the most recent one. She was like, I'm enjoying watching them and getting oh, yeah. that story Good of these Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's like homework that has for been, them. That has been universal at every sanctional or sanctional. semifinal I've been to. So appreciative. And even like other media members coming over going, I can't believe you guys pulled that off.
2: Yeah, that's um, cool.
0: And mm-hmm. CrossFit should be thanking you for highlighting these other athletes because Mm -hmm. they deserve it. And we need to know who they are.
1: So the most interesting, I got the same answer from just about everybody. I asked, I was like, what would be your, you know, after semis, what's gonna be your cheat meal or your refeed meal? And uh, everybody was like pizza and then ice cream. (laughs) I was like, that's what I would choose too.
2: That's dinner. That's not a cheat meal. That's, that's just a Tuesday <laughs> night right? <laughs> that's Wednesday night dinner. That's mm-hmm. great. Well, tomorrow we've got a, a whole nother slate of folks to interview. And we're f- figuring out right now who's going to do what. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on Saturday, we kind of have like the the celebrity semifinalists line up. We've got um, Alex and Jeremy Vigneault. And then we have... Um, uh, Alexis D'Etois and Caroline Prevo.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Brothers, couple, together, back to back interviews. That'll be fun. Mm. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> and
0: I'll be grabbing as many interviews as I can this weekend to throw up on social media.
2: Have you seen any? Uh, have you been over to the um, facility yet? Or no? You just literally got in your hotel, huh?
0: But I'm staying where the athletes are so the lobby is full of everyone. Saw sure. Kelsey Keel, saw Colton, saw Mal.
2: Were you able to say hi to any of those or just like in passing? You said hi to Well,
0: Kelsey, they right? said
3: hi to me, but sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: look at this guy. This guy I'm, I'm sorry, I gotta get to my room. I'll talk to you in a minute. Sorry, I
1: can't do interviews right crazy. now. I'm busy. <laughs> yeah.
3: Sorry, Matt Fraser. I gotta get to the <laughs>
1: Sorry,
2: Matt. Maybe later. It, I want terrible. to ask Matt,
0: like, you know, when he was competing, he went to one semi.
2: Yeah. He's going to more now than he did. All
0: of them, right?
2: Yeah.
0: Like, is it more stressful now and all the travel and all I got of news that? for
2: you. He's not going to Atlas Games. Nope. Right? Nope. <laughs> not going to that nope. one. Nope.
0: He's done with his run this week.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing we need to do is we need to help Drake Lewis get his plus 1 coach's pass filled. So Drake Lewis lives in Utah. Mm-hmm. He has a 5-month-old baby. His wife is not going with him because baby doesn't have a passport. So the baby and mom are staying home. His parents are going with him. I said who's? He's a proven athlete. None of the guys from Nashville are heading or making the trip to Alice games. And I said, "Who's going to take your coach's pass?" And he said, "That's an excellent question. I don't have anyone." And I was like, "Dude, you need somebody to help you, like, with your back, You know, get to your get to your thing and be your pack mule, and meet you there, and make sure you eat and all that kind of stuff." So we are on a campaign. I'm on a campaign yeah. to find Drake Lewis a coach's pass. There's got to be somebody who knows a little bit about what they're doing that's there with another coach, right? Who would like to get credentials to go back, but there's you know two coaches and only one athlete who would who would maybe pick up his pass and you know help him out a little bit. So let's work on that. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah we could always uh, offer up Dave or Catherine. They're in Canada already.
2: Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they'd love that. Let's check with them first. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean I was like ready to I was ready to like get my passport renewed and go. Like that's how bad I felt. I was like, oh, you need someone. Like you have to have a plus one. Mm-hmm. And this is this
1: first like big Charlie can't go, so don't worry about Charlie. <laughs>
0: yeah, my, my goal this offseason is You're to get so my bad. passport back.
1: <laughs> Sorry.
0: To get yeah. my passport active again.
1: Hey, mine's active. I I'm ready. Yeah, I mine's
0: need
3: to get mine too. active too. Yep, but you mm-hmm. can't go. It's as dull. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: Mm. Mm.
2: Mm. do we have any other interviews tonight we don't right we're done for today okay mm-hmm. yeah it's it's unfortunate like i reached out to everyone and everyone wanted thursday you know can um, you do thursday
1: because that's like everybody's rest day okay I, i'll tell you guys something off the air here in a second
0: okay whoa, whoa. all right ooh, well ooh. we're just we go. done. so okay. so have we hit have we hit 100 interviews yet do we know for semis
2: close yeah yeah. I don't know. I'll go I'll go back be. and count.
0: Cause I counted uh after event interviews, I hit forty eight interviews in two semifinals. Jeez. That's
2: great We have like
3: 20 interviews today, so
2: I know, and 20 tomorrow.
1: <laughs> Just four.
3: So All right,
2: yeah, guys. I bet you um I'm disappointed that no one was watching, um, because I was really looking forward to some comments. Yeah. On, uh on the Hiller thing and the judge thing and whatever else so hopefully this just means that people will watch it later and
1: feel so very that, strongly
2: and need to say something
1: yeah and that way Kat, you still. can still get into an argument on the comments I would love to I would love to you guys have to go back and, and read the comments on that thing because it's priceless
2: and
0: and before we sign off one quick thing we did an interview with Freya
2: oh yeah mm.
0: moose Ruger moose Ruger. and the audio was crap.
2: Yes. Not sure why. Because it sounded fine while we were it. and it got a lot and of views. It? it got like seventy-eight views. I didn't pull it yet, no. So it's still out there. I d wasn't sure if you were gonna pull it or not. Maybe we just leave it.
0: <laughs> it's not a good representation of our show. Okay. Because it's it's inaudible.
3: Yeah. We'll just bring her back after. Yeah.
2: yeah. Okay. I let her know, and she was super bummed. But what can you do?
0: So we will bring her back for sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hopefully, after she makes the games.
1: Yeah. There you go. Yep. Love it. All right. Cool. End this
2: broadcast. Let's end. Goodbye, folks. Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you for joining us on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast. Remember, you can find us now on YouTube